Welcome everyone, this is Professor Michael Wax with another great edition of GCC Rock and Review. And tonight, we are here to talk about our favorite bands. Ladies, introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Cece. And hi, I'm Mina. And what are some of our favorite bands? Mina. So I'll go first. Um, I'm a big fan of rock and specifically metal. And um, there are many awesome. bands that I listen to. I'm going to name a few because the list is way too long. Um, so some of my really favorite, most favorite bands are starting from rock Queen and Guns N' Roses and Metallica to metal. Um, I'll say Avenged Sevenfold, Marilyn Manson, um, System of a Down, Poets of the Fall, though Poets of the Fall is mostly progressive, symphonic, and alternative rock, um, to maybe even Slayer, U2, ACDC, Slipknot, and many more. Awesome. CC, what do you got? So I... I try and diversify my listening, especially in rock, because there's just so many different types. Mm -hmm. But I like Rolling, the Rolling Stones, Oingo Boingo, mm -hmm. a smaller band called the Flaming Groovies. Mm -hmm. um, there's a whole lot more. So sorry if I don't uh, name them all oh i'm sorry i'm trying to think well there, um, it's kind of a hard question especially when we're all quote put on the spot because there's so many you can think about and then there's always that one when we are out of the conversation and we think oh we should have mentioned so and so i totally agree yeah right now that i'm thinking i'm remembering many more bands that i actually even started listening to metal from them and i forgot to mention them there's yeah. way too many they're just so precious from um alternative metal to black metal there's very many bands and they're all amazing in their own way so let me ask you this and this is for both of you what got you started into listening to these bands for example, was this something that was you discovered on your own? Was it something that a sibling had like an album of or a CD of something or was listening to before and you just happened to hear it and asked what that was? Um, CC, do you want to go first or should I go first? You can go. Um, okay, I'll go. So <laughs> I... I kind of started my listening from parents like they would turn on the radio I would listen I would ask what song that is so starting from that I got into my own rock style I recently just got Spotify so that really helps in educating my music taste if you will yes so that's pretty much how I did it that's cool. What about you, Mina? What did you do? <laughs> well, mine is a bit of a more specific type of answer. Um, when I was 
I think about third grade. Mm -hmm. um, in elementary school, I, my brother, who's nine years older than me, he is currently a musician. Mm -hmm. uh, I noticed that he was listening to interesting songs. Um, that is, I would listen to mostly pop and he educated me in music. But it was then when he um, introduced me to Nightwish and Evanescence and also Epica and Within Temptation. Mm. And I got obsessed with them. I listened to them many, many times during the day. And years later, um, a few years ago, actually, I met a guy and um, we became instant best friends. And I told him that I love metal because I did. I listened to different sounds here and there, but I didn't know any specific names. Mm -hmm. He told me a name. He said Marilyn Manson and I didn't know the name and he got angry. And then he showed me the picture and I knew that I knew him, but didn't know his name. So he educated me a lot in many um, metal bands. Mm -hmm. We started listening to them together. And a few years passed and I know many more. And I went to my brother's friends. He, they introduced me to more bands. So I learned mostly from my friends and my brother's friends and himself. And um, now it's the only genre of not only actually i listen to pop as well but only pop rock and metal um mm -hmm. let's see where does my music taste go in the future because it constantly changes but it's kind of around this genres like opeth uh, black sabbath you know motorhead poets of the fallen etc yeah i think that's a good I think that's a really good point. I think also when you have friends that have that common interest in certain types of bands, you're going to want to listen to those and also on your own, you know, branch out to different bands. But I think that if you have that commonality, either with a friend or a family member and it's passed down to you or to a sibling or to your parents, the next thing you know is you start building your own, you know, record collection of sorts. And I think that's great. I think we've all had that experience. I have older siblings as well and they passed down their albums to me and I would keep the ones I liked and started to build that interest. And then what happens is you meet people and friends that have the same commonality and also being a musician, you know, there's gonna be a gravitation, but you're also gonna like a bunch of different uh, genres of music because you never stop listening. And by that, you always have something new that kind of threads to something else. So I think that's really fascinating. Is there a style of music that, besides metal, which I think you guys mentioned, which is great, is there a style also of music that you listen to that anyone would be that knew you or just started to know you would be like, that's really interesting. I never thought you listened to that. <laughs> I do have one. Go ahead. I very big fan of Lana Del Rey. Very cool. <laughs> I love her voice. It's very soothing and I love her lyrics. Um, I can listen to her every day, 24-7. I have um, a vinyl player and a few vinyl records of her and, you know, Vain Sevenfold, Metallica, Queen and etc. But uh, the people who I know, who know me as only, you know, a person who listens to heavier songs when uh -huh. they figure out that I also listen to soft songs, um, pop soft songs like Lana, they uh -huh. get shocked. It's the reactions are amazing, specific, especially since I'm a girl, which is apparently <laughs> weird that I listen to metal. I don't know why, but apparently it is. 
it's nice. Every reaction is interesting. <laughs> Music That's a very is good point. Cece, what about you? Um, okay, so I actually also really like Lana Del Rey, too. Uh -huh. Um, people get really surprised when they know I, when they find out I listen to rock. And oh, okay. also, I really like listening to pop music, specifically the Y2K era. They also get really surprised with that as well. Yeah, interesting. Because um, I think, like I said, there's so many different genres of music that um, we could pick from. I don't see why, quote, it's such a big surprise, but just the surprise of people's faces when you tell them of a certain you know, style of music maybe they've never heard of before. And uh, I was always fascinated to see friends' record collections of all these different uh, genres in the same, quote, box. I think it's always fascinating. And um, being able to have that versatility of being able to listen to music of all different types. I mean, one thing that we could talk about that we will talk about in um, our class is the whole idea that in the 1970s, especially around 1977, you would have not only music that was, you know, funk, you had disco, and because of Saturday Night Fever. And then at the same time, you had a little movie called Star Wars. And so people had in their record collection, not only Saturday Night Fever, not only something that had some type of uh, funk orientation like Parliament, but they also had a soundtrack that was an orchestra soundtrack to a motion picture that was Star Wars that was so different than everything else they were listening to. But there it was, besides the live albums that contributed to that. And to have that really big span of different styles of music. Now, of course, everyone would have different, you know, you could throw in, you know, country music, you can throw in uh, just a bunch of different genres here. You know, punk was just starting out. I mean, it was a, um, it was something that was an import, so that was coming into the Ford too. I mean, that was more into the, you know, 77, 78. But just think about having this, you know, bookshelf of these albums where you're looking at Saturday Night Fever, you're looking at something like Parliament, and then you're looking at something like Star Wars. And it was hugely popular. So my question to you two is, do you happen to have any music that has instrumentals to it that they would be considered what they would call, quote, classical music, that is music that is for an orchestra? Um, there's a song by Eric and the Dominoes. I think that's who it's by. It's called Layla. There's a mm -hmm. piano solo in there. I, I don't know how long it is. Mm -hmm. but yeah, but I'll I have to check, check that one out for sure. But it's pretty long. Yeah, 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 yeah. I under, yeah, I, I understand. And um, so there are times also quickly in the 70s where people started listening to um, different 
orchestral works because of different composers. I mean, how funny this is, is that, you know, Beethoven's fifth was a, uh, like a disco version of it. And then people started listening to Beethoven's fifth. And then there was a movie that had Mahler's, one of Mahler's um, symphonies that had the, I believe it was the fifth symphony that had the, um, a ballad in it. And people started listening to Mahler because of that. Um, I'm not sure if this does go in this section, but mm -hmm. <laughs> well, it is instrumental pretty much. Um, from since the time that I watched the Lord of the Rings, um, my brother explained me that the music musician for the movie was Howard Shore. And, yes, um, yes, yes. Yes, I love his um, pretty much every song or music or anything that we should call them. These are masterpieces um, mm -hmm. from the movie. I have them. Sometimes it's only instrumental. Sometimes there's somebody singing Elvish. Um, but even the instrumental ones, I really love them. And um, yeah, they're, they're amazing. No, I think that's a really good... That's a really good point. Even if the um, if the pieces are instrumental by themselves, I mean that's something that's really great because there's a lot of them that were instrumental. And when we get into the uh, early 1960s, we get into the surf music, and all of those didn't have any lyrics. They were just like we're talking, for example, like uh, Dick Dale. Oh, Mizzou. And, and these that Mizzou. just had. Um, you know, instrumentals. And then they had uh, TV shows that kind of followed that. And we had different um, beach type movies that followed that, that the lyrics were not important for a little while. And it, and people understood completely, even the song Wipeout, The Ventures, they understood that it was an instrumental, of course, but they also knew just by the name of the song that it had to do with uh, the beach life. For some reason, that reminds me of Steve Vai's Tender Surrender. Yes. <laughs> it's also yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. In the so, music video, we can see him, uh, Steve Vai, we can see him completely feeling the song. It's amazing. Absolutely. And I think that's part of it, too, is this... Um, thread you know of this connection of these songs that you connect the dots with that have these similarities but um have this comparison but also something that's a little different about them that makes every song unique and also kind of follows this um these ideas which i think is really great and then you were going to ask me something uh yes i have a question um <laughs> Yes, go ahead. All of this. <laughs> what are so a few of your most favorite bands or um, specific genres and in any way, not just in rock or metal, songs from each of these, outside of these? Well, that's, thank you for asking. That's a very good question. I, I am a really big fan of progressive rock. So anything from King Crimson to Yes to Rush would be, of course, those bands. Um, Led Zeppelin would be another band I like. Queen, which is another band I like. And then The Police. And then I'm really, I've, I've listened to um, and enjoyed listening to bluegrass. I listen to blues. I listen to jazz. 
I, I mean, there's nothing I do not really enjoy listening to, but I also find um, musicians that have played on particular albums, like example in jazz, I will find albums that Art Blakey, the drummer played on, or um, Papa Joe Jones, or Philly Joe Jones, or Buddy Rich, and the um, besides playing, you know, Buddy Rich playing in his own band, just listening to when he was playing with um, Tommy Dorsey's band, and um, another big fan, even though people know him mostly as a vibraphone player, um, is um, the great Lionel Hampton, who is a great vibraphone player, but also was a, uh, a drum set player. And, uh, you know, he was with uh, Benny Goodman. So I just have this huge um, catalog in my head of people that I really enjoy listening to. And then something like uh, the music from New Orleans, uh, Zydeco is really interesting to listen to too. I mean, what a, what a big can of worms you've opened as far as all the music that I, I really super enjoy. And it just depends on my quote, mood at the time that I want to listen to. I mean, that's a, you know, thank you. That's a very good question. And, um, but I'm always interested in what, you know, my students like to listen to. And um, what the class does is, is it not only explores what they like to listen to, but op opens up these possibilities of other bands they probably never heard of that have this similar quality or similar sound or similar makeup, but go in a completely different direction. Do you guys agree with that? Yes. Totally, yes. Also, you mentioned mood, um, which reminded me of how um, I can be a specific genre's big fan when I'm in a specific mood. And then in another mood, I can only wanting to listen to another specific type of a band. It's endless, the possibilities, the um, choices, everything, it's endless because there's just way too many genres of music and all of them, as I said, are literally very beautiful. It's addictive. Excellent. Yeah, excellent point. Cece, do you have anything that you would like to add as we start to wrap this up? I also seem to listen to music when I'm in specific moods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's pretty much, I, I agree with you too. Yeah, I think I, I agree with both of you in the fact that mood has a lot to do with it. And I think that the time that you spend listening to music and the different, and we talked about um, the whole idea quickly about lyrics and how lyrics will be really interesting when you start listening to folk music. So I invite all of you to listen to the folk music of the 1960s and really pay attention to what they're singing about. And even the, um, the folk rock music of the 70s, really pay attention to what they're singing about because it's an eye opener. It's really an eye opener. And we talk about this and, and discuss this in class and people really go, wait a minute, that's what they're singing about because it sounds so happy. Yeah, that, you know, there is a happiness to it. And you can go on and not listen to the actual lyric, but when you do listen to the lyrics, it gives another meaning to the story. And folk music is all about folks, which is people. So it has a different uh, take on it when you listen to it. So I think that's fantastic. I want to thank both of you for coming today and talking to us in regards to uh, our favorite music. 
I look forward to other members of our class coming in and talking about their favorite music. And until next time, we will talk to you again and look forward to talking to you about more genres in the class of our GCC Rock and Review. Until then, we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Rock on.